on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon. Empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Search dribble, picks up his dribble, then gives it to Anderson. Anderson drives, rises from the elbow, and knocks it down. First points of the game. Drives in the lane, attacks, puts the land with the left shot. Ooh, nice. Rattles it home. Marco had struggled a bit this year at the rim, but boy, he nestles that one home nicely. Ashworth, Marco Anthony, and Wooster. And Stephen Ashworth hits a jumper from the elbow, and we are tied up at 22 all. Final in this one, 72-59. Utah State gets the W over Wyoming and wraps up the regular season at home. Their home regular season yeah. schedule. They'll still have one more game in the regular season, but uh, 17 wins. Yeah, Utah State with an impressive W tonight, getting it done in front of a uh, packed crowd in terms of what the health department will allow us to have, but a great way to send off this team for this year. Capacity at the capacity that allowed. Yes. yes. I mean, unbelievable crowd tonight. I thought uh, when we were struggling a bit, um, you know, they, they've kind of picked their points to get behind us, a couple steals, a uh, Really got the team going, and, and uh, once that crowd gets rolling, this place is tough. I don't care if there's 25% capacity or, or uh, you know, full capacity. They, they helped us out tonight. So Utah State will wrap up the regular season coming up on Saturday when they hit the road to Fresno to take on the Bulldogs. Bulldogs with a, uh, a tweet that, or excuse me, a win that caused Twitter all to, uh, to crumble the other night with uh, Boise State losing to Fresno. And, uh, and leading Boise State to complain that the Mountain West cost them a chance in the NCAA tournament because they scheduled. Anyway, sorry, it's beside the point. But with that said. Well, Fresno State's a good team. Yes. They have some explosive. They, they have a premier player who hasn't quite got his head in the game yet. And when he does, it's an all-league player. Yes. Um, and they have, I mean, athletes beyond athletes. And, and you know, when they put it all together, um, they, they can really play. That That's kind of my – well, it was my sleeper team in the tournament to, you know, come from that first-round action. Yeah. Um, unless they play the Aggies. Oh, I could definitely see that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they can roll. Just, and, and UNLV's the other one, by the way, who uh, kind of a little bit helter-skelter. But Fresno State's a really good team, and the Aggies are going to have their hands full um, playing in that arena. I've heard that because it's empty, it's a little hard to play in. It's hard to play in anyway because it's a dark top. Uh, yeah, and it, the depth perception is a little bit squirrely. It's it's a hockey arena. Yeah, and, and so so you know you have long. Flat. Yeah, you know, and so it's like you know when you play in the NCAA tournament in some of these bigger venues, and the crowds or the seats at least aren't in front of you; they're spaced way out. Yeah, it's kind of harder to shoot. Messes with your depth perception a little bit. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. And and uh, you know, I would have liked to have played the the back to back game in that case, uh, but unfortunately, uh, you know, we we had to take our ball and go home. Yeah, the first one. So I said, throw your sucker there's, in the dirt and leave the park. There's nothing like when, uh, you know, I'm sitting in my hotel room and, you know, getting ready to go over to the arena and I get a text, say, game's postponed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm stuck in Fresno for the rest of the night. What are we doing here? You can only go to the doghouse grill so many times. Well, three times a day. Yes. <laughs> no, certainly. But, uh, yeah, again, that with, with we're getting back to the action. That, that does hurt us a little bit. But we are familiar. We have played there. We have practiced there. 
you know, I'm sure we'll have a, a chance to get in there tomorrow and, and shoot a little bit and, uh, you know, get our uh, feel back. Final in this one. We'll go through all the stats when we come back. 72 to 59. Utah State gets a big, important W tonight against Wyoming, and we'll close out the regular season on Saturday. We'll continue on with your postgame show next from Learfield IMG College. Anderson drives base, down low to Bean. Bean lays it up, foul, and gets the end one. Finally, you get a foul call on the bucket. Down low to Bean. Bean gets the layup, and Bean gets it to go. Bean's got double figures on the night with 11 points. 13-point win for Utah State, 72-59, as the Aggies pick up their 17th win of the season. They'll try to get their 18th win coming up on Saturday against Fresno State, and then off we go to the Mountain West Conference. In fact, uh, in about one week from right now, you and I will probably be calling a game, either wrapping up calling a game or about to begin calling a game. It'll be roughly around this time. Yeah, I, I mean, it's uh, it's an exciting time of year. And, and uh, you know, I mean, when you think about it, you're down to a, to a week until the tournament, and now you're counting down hours. So that's uh, nothing better than that. Yeah. Well, and it's a uh, interesting situation, too, where you look at uh, how the rest of the conference is going to play out. And uh, we'll look at uh, some of the uh, – some of the other scores. I don't think there's another Mountain West Conference game. I'll check the uh, scoreboard here. Nope, no other games tonight. So, again, earlier in the week it was a uh, it was uh, Fresno State beating Boise State. And then last night San Diego State clinched the conference title uh, by picking up that W against UNLV. Of course, big one tomorrow night. Yes, that's if, the Colorado State game. Yeah, if you're, a, if you're an Aggie fan. Yeah, so if Colorado <laughs> State uh, wins that game, then uh, – then uh, there's and Utah State wins. There's going to be a ton of tiebreakers, and uh, um, we'll see how that plays out in terms of who gets the two three. But I don't think there's a lot of difference in that two three. No, once you get there, I mean, it just depends on who you like to play. But I and I don't know that the bottom's all locked up. I mean, this is such a weird year that um, you know who knows what what will happen with the tiebreakers and amount of games. That's why I thought tonight's game should have counted for two. Yes. Um, because if it does go down to the amount of games Colorado State's played more. Um, than us, and of course, if they don't lose, they'll have less losses, which will put them easily in the two seed. So Utah State led by three at half, trailed by as many as seven in the uh, first half, trailed 19 to 12, then went on a 12 to three run, took the lead back, pushed it to a three point lead at the break, and then outscored Wyoming by 10 in the second half, 34 to 24, and that was the difference in this one, and that is your Aggie scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers. Utah pork producers are committed to farming responsibly and ethically. Visit utahporkproducers.org under We Care. And that uh, is how we got to this final score. Let's look over some stats here. Uh, Justin Bean, big night for him, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals on the night tonight. Uh, Namiya Kata did foul out, but not after putting up 14 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 5 block shots. Alfonso Anderson had a nice night tonight. He had six points, four rebounds, two assists. Also, Raleigh Wooster, eight points, six assists. He is an assist machine. Yeah, he, he really is a difference maker in the game. I mean, you you could tell that, you know, how we missed him in the Boise State game. He just does so much uh, on both ends of the floor. Um, Marco Anthony had a bucket on one of three shooting, but had four rebounds, dished out three assists, played 32 minutes tonight. And, and, you know, Marco, ever since that Boise State series where he felt like he took on a lot of the uh, – felt like he, he kind of I, – I, it felt like watching him, he felt like 
he needed to take on a lot of the scoring punch. And I think Craig Smith and maybe some of this coaching staff talked to him and said, hey, look, what we need from you, great defense, run the offense, facilitate the offense, and we're going to have some great opportunities. And it seems like it's really clicked in for him because, you know, the stat line doesn't wow you, but, again, defensively against some of these guys, I thought he played really well. Yeah, he, he does a great job defensively. I mean, keeping his hands off, off of uh, drivers and, and uh, you know, he got a couple foul calls today that I thought were, um, you know, possibly make, make up calls. But um, he does such a good job of, of guarding their best player and then facilitating. I like I like that word that you used and. You know, he doesn't have to score it every time, but he finds his moments. And he is a, kind of a crafty slasher uh, with the basketball and able to get himself to the line. And I think once his free throws confidence uh, comes back, he'll be uh, putting those numbers up. Steven Ashworth with 13 points tonight, uh, three rebounds, three assists, one steal. And uh, Max Schulga, man, he continues to do his thing out there. Eight points, three of seven from the field, made his last two three-point shot attempts. And uh, love watching him jaw a little bit while he's coming down the court. That guy, uh, he's not going to be intimidated, is he? No, he's uh, you know, you forget sometimes that these uh, international players they they've played big time games, and and a lot of our younger, um, high ranking uh, players in the states through the AAU program do the same. They they've played in some some high level games against some really good competition, and you can you can just tell that uh, he's not scared of anything out there. No, no, not not at all, not in the least. And and you know he's a shooter. Like, he is a shooter. He's a he's a, a pinpoint shooter. I think he was shocked that he missed so many in the first half, but shooters just keep shooting, and that's what he did. So, like him. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we continue on with your postgame show. We'll take a look at more stats. We'll talk to Coach Craig Smith. I believe we will also get a chance to talk to Stephen Ashworth as well. It's all straight ahead. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Marco Anthony drives, bounce pass to Bean. Good pass. Bean reverse layup up and in. There you go. Justin Bean, his first bucket of the night after missing a couple jump shots, gives the Aggies a 4-2 lead. Tries to drive against Kata again. Reverse layup block off the top of the head of Marble. And Bearstow goes to the court to get it. Final of the night, Utah State gets it done, 72-59. to Aggies pick up the W and their 17th win of the season. And one more game to go in the regular season before the Mountain West Conference Tournament kicks off next week. It is my favorite event of the year. I love the tournament uh, and can't wait to get down there in Vegas. Oh, so much fun and, and excitement. And, you know, anything happens, you roll that ball out there and, and uh, see what happens and see who's playing well at that point. What do you uh, – I mean, you look at this team and they were out with, without Brock Miller, and that certainly wasn't great. Uh, but with that said – um, it was one of those moments where it really felt like Utah State had some great help in that position with Shulga, uh, Bearstow, I thought, played some good minutes in the first half. I don't believe we saw him in the second half, did we? No, I, he, he did not uh, make an appearance. Um, and then, uh, but I thought Marco Anthony played well. Uh, Ashworth stepped up. And offensively, I thought, uh, you know, when, when the three ball wasn't falling, you needed somebody to come in and start dropping it, and it was uh, Ashworth that got it going. I mean, just a difference maker, and he's, uh, you know, we talked about when he joined the starting lineup that you, you miss him coming off the bench because he's such a spark plug, right? He's he's going to take a, take a charge or at least attempt a charge and get the crowd riled up. But today he came out, we could not <laughs> remove that lid from the basket, and he came out and promptly uh, buried the first one. Yeah. Which got us going. And then, you know, Shulga makes a couple, and, it got a little chippy out there, too, and I think uh, that, that kind of rattled the cage and, and got these guys woken up, too. 
Yeah, I, I think the start of the second half when it, uh, you know, we had some rough play up and down the court for, uh, you, you know, two or three trips, and and uh, that really got the crowd involved because, uh, you know, it's like a big brother when they're when they're picking on your little brother, and and uh, they took care of us and got behind us, and you know, uh, it it uh, I thought it really rallied us. Well, and I yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that, and you saw a team that. Uh, really put the clamps down, and I think I, I'm curious to know when we talk to Craig Smith what 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 he'll talk about in terms of what the message was in the locker room because you could tell that was a much more focused team there in the second half. Yeah, I mean uh, clearly, you know, they they did not start the game with the uh, with the equal intensity of of, of Wyoming. Um, you know, I think uh, for whatever reason, but they're they're able to to rally and and uh, withstand the onslaught of threes that that Wyoming threw at us and and still keep their composure, and then come out in that second half and just really grind on defense. Game against Fresno, let's assume Utah State, you know, for our purposes, Utah State picks, let's just let's just say they win that game against Fresno. Uh, where's your confidence level going into the tournament with this team? Well, it, like it's been from even after three losses in the Dakotas. I mean, I thought this is a really, really good team. They're well-balanced. They have uh, scorers that can score in different ways. You have a premier NBA defender um, on, on ball screen defense and on the post. Um, and, and you have Justin Bean, the X Factor, who can, you know, fill in any gap you need. I, I just think that this team is um, is really poised to, to make a run. And I think uh, being um, denied the opportunity to play, you know, in the NCAA tournament last year is, is, is a fuel for this team. Um, just like it may be for San Diego State as well. Yeah. But that's uh, that's something that this team has, you know, a little bit of uh, rocks in their gut, and I think they'll they'll show up and, and get it done. I want to talk to Craig Smith about this, but one moment in this game that I thought was really great was when it about what was it, about the 15-minute mark when Amish Kata picked up his third foul, and a lot of coaches will take him off. Uh, there's, there's, there's kind of a growing sense, and it kind of comes from the analytic geeks out there, that – if you if you have a guy off the court anyway, you're hurting your team. So let him play with fouls. And I like the fact that Craig Smith. It was a key part of the game. It was still a two or three possession game at that point, and he rolled with Kata because he knew Kata was the most dominant player out there, and that allowed Utah State to push that lead. If he takes him out of that game, who knows? We have, might we might have a closer game down the stretch. That's a great point, Scotty. I mean, we we called it every time he was out of the game. Wyoming changed the game plan and and went right at the rim. And, it, it, you know, they scored with ease. And, and uh, with Kata in the game, that, that didn't happen as much. So, you know, he rolled with it, and that was, uh, yeah, useful. And, and, and Kata, you know, he other than his third foul, I thought he did a good job of avoiding um, picking up that fourth one. He let a yeah. few layups go because two points uh, does not equal his fourth foul. Yeah. All right, final on this one, 72-59. Take a break. Come back. We'll continue on with your postgame show next from Learfield IMG College. Kata puts his shoulder down. He wants to go to the rim. Spence throws down the two-handed dunk, taking the freshman to school. Ike just got ripped apart on that drive. Kata with the dunk. Aggies with their largest lead of seven, 48-41. Utah State gets the W tonight, 72-59. to Aggies uh, get their 17th win of the season and close out the regular season coming up on Saturday. Coach Craig Smith, kind enough to join us. And, uh, Coach, that felt like a uh, heavyweight fight out there. I mean, uh, Wyoming came to play tonight. You can tell that's not a team that was willing to concede anything in this game. 
No, you know, they, they've uh, been off for 13 days. Jeff Linder's a, good, a very good coach, and I knew they'd be ready and had a strong feeling they would throw some different things at us, but just not knowing what those different things were going to be, and they did. And, you know, you got to credit to them. I thought they really got us on our heels. We were tentative in that first half. Uh, a few of our guys couldn't believe how wide open they were because they simply just didn't guard them. And, and, and then – you know, we missed a couple early, and you always want to make those right away because yeah. then they, you start getting confidence and, and, and build off of that. But we kind of were bricking them up there a little bit. I thought we over, started overthinking things. And then when guys would check in, if they weren't being guarded, the first time they touched the ball, they're firing it up. And, it, you know, they didn't really have a rhythm for the game. Um, so, so I give our guys credit, though. They, they – um, they were always talking to each other and being like very supportive. Hey, keep shooting or, you know, stay active, believe in yourself, just those kind of things. And at halftime, you know, at one, I think it was the last media timeout of the first half. You look up and it was tied, which was mind blowing to me. And then we're up at half. And, and so I felt like we were in a good spot because um, we were what two for 15 from the three, I think yep. in the first half, if I remember right. And so, just felt like it was just a matter of time before some of those were going in. And then we just, I thought, got off our heels. We just played way more aggressive, got way more downhill, and, and just got more of a rhythm to knock those shots down. Um, and then we were way better defensively in the second half as well. Got a feel for them. You know, they put you in space. They really drive it. And I thought we were sluggish guarding the ball. I think our tentativeness on offense carried over the other way. Um, but I thought we were much more aggressive and got into them um, really the last probably 28 minutes of the, of the game or so. Um, and it was much more difficult for them to get their threes um, because of that. They only, I think they had one three the whole second half. One of 14 in the second yeah. half and after so, eight of 17 in the And first. a lot of that, it's twofold. Uh, did a better job in their personnel, but we guarded the ball better. Mm. When you start getting behind guarding the ball and now you're in rotation and now the tail's wagging the dog, right? And, and that's what it was in the first half. And I give our guys a lot of credit. We just tightened up and we're much better on that end of the floor. Has there has there been – I mean, you're really good in transition. We have been. Yeah. I th and I thought tonight that was a difference in the second half. Does that come from good defense or just being more assertive? I think both. You know, uh, uh, I, I feel like, uh, you know, we're playing a few more guys, I think, longer minutes. Besides, I mean, Cade has been playing, although he only played 31 minutes tonight. I say only. Yeah. He had a couple of long breaks, but he played most of the second half. Um, but I think Max brings us a lot of speed and instincts. You know, Steven is fast, now getting Raleigh back again, and Raleigh looks – more fresh, I feel like, than he was, mm -hmm. you know, in that stretch. Um, and then we know Bean is, like, shot out of a cannon. And then Fonz has done a really good job. So we've been trying to do a little bit more of that. I do think we wore them down. We're a lot deeper team. And you could feel that uh, as that half went on, specifically in the second half. But I give Logan Ogden as well, our, uh, our strength coach, a lot of credit because we do a lot of things with speed and agility, and we look really fresh right now. Uh, there was a moment when Kata picks up his third foul with about 15 minutes left in the in the game, and and, and I, I love and I, I know we've talked about this before. Sometimes it's just instinct or gut reaction. You left him in there, and that's when you really stretch the lead out. You know, a lot of coaches may have said, "No, come over, sit next to me, and let's try to preserve that fourth and fifth foul." But I love the fact you stuck with him because that, to me, that that next five or six minutes is when you really kind of put the game away. He had a great look to him, I thought, uh, during that stretch. And um, you know, some of it is depending on who they're playing to, and you know, it's like 
if you have a guard that has foul issues, you, you probably take him off a driver and put him on more of a just a shooter because you're more likely not to foul a, a dead three, right? And so part of that was who they had out there, and we felt confident that he'd be fine. And, you know, he's at that point now where he's an upperclassman, and I, we trust him a little bit more in those situations than we did for sure two years ago and even to some extent last year at times. He just has a good rhythm to his game right now, and the game's – um, a lot slower than it used to be for him. And I, I thought that was a big difference is, you know, sometimes coaches will take their big guy out because you got to match up to the guards, but it's like, you know what, it becomes a little bit of a battle of will. they got to guard him. they got to box him out. they still got to do a lot of things and know where he's at all the time. And that's a big reason they weren't guarding some of our guys, you know, because yeah. they're essentially doubling Kata in the paint without doubling because they just sat on them the whole time. They doubled before the post pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, so you do it. But they gave up some things, too. That's what allowed Justin to, yeah, he missed some shots. But, I mean, he got pretty free around the rim and, and made them pay, once, especially once he settled in. And then I thought he did a way better job as a screener where, one, you know, Steven drills a three because Bean sets a great ball screen. And there's nobody there to pick up or show on the ball screen. And a guy like Steven – where, you know, he walks in the gym, he's in range. So he comes off that little pull-up and whap, you know, yeah. knocks it down. And so um, there's a lot of ways to win games, and I thought he really um, did a good job. And Max Shulga, too, who, you know, Max still a new commodity, so to speak, and has got to prove himself, you know, in our league. Uh, obviously, he's only really played the two games extended minutes, and they weren't guarding him. And, you know, I, you know Max gets in first time he touches the ball, launches a three. And, I mean, there was no one – I mean, you are closer to me than any defender was when, when he walked in. But I thought the second half, the first time he touched it, he was wide open, but he passed it, and he just found a rhythm to the game, and he sticks those two threes, and then all of a sudden we go, boom, you know, real, real fast. And now they have to respect him and honor him more. And, um, and so we'll adjust, and that was the first time that's happened. And, uh, like I said, I give our guys a lot of credit for figuring it out. What's your schedule in terms of what you can do? I mean, are you going to leave later tomorrow so that you can get a, some stuff in tomorrow morning? How, how are you going to handle the next uh, 48 you know, hours? We're going to treat it just like a normal road trip. Uh, it is different without a question. You yeah. play on a Thursday, and all of a sudden you got to play on, on a Saturday against a different team. This will be our first time not playing the same team in league play, you know, two games in three days. So um, we'll be – I don't even know what time we're up here. I think we're up here probably about um, – I don't know, 1230 film. We'll go through their film. Uh, we'll put all their personnel. The good news is we've already played Fresno. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through their personnel, their sets, what we're going to do. We'll have a good feel for them. Uh, we won't do a whole lot live just because of the state where we're at. Um, but we'll do some breakdown stuff, a lot of shooting like we always do uh, in between games especially, and um, hop on the plane and get there. So we're fortunate to have a charter plane where we can – don't have to drive to Salt Lake and just, you know, yeah. go into Fresno. Um, I'd be remiss. Uh, what, when did you make the decision on Brock tonight? Um, yes, last uh, – I don't know what time. I mean, whenever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was It was last eh, – we had a pretty good idea last night okay. after he saw the doctor. Okay. So so that's where we're at. Now, obviously, a game like tonight, you know, he, he's been so good for us, but obviously – he was hurt. He's been hurting the last four games. He heard it right before. He literally heard it. Our last live segment. We went really short the day before Boise, and it just happened. Didn't hit a screen. Didn't fall. Just went out. And so it is what it is. And so, hopefully, um, 
um, we can get him back here soon, and hopefully he'll respond to his treatment and, and what the doctors are doing. Okay. Sounds and great. Can, can I say one more thing? I sure. want to thank all of our fans for coming out. You know, it's 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 the weirdest thing. It's 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 hard to believe it's our last home game. Like, I know, right? Just, I felt like we haven't had a home. I mean, we didn't have a home game for five weeks, and then we end the year with three home games, and it's like I feel like we're just finally getting in our groove again and our fans, you know, and it's just – unfortunate how it goes but i really appreciate all the fans that supported us all year um it felt safe and comfortable coming to this place this place is such an amazing um venue and the the spectrum magic and everything and our fans are unbelievable and so uh I, you know i wish we could have everyone coming down to the conference tournament but obviously we can't and so i can't express uh, my gratitude and i know our players would say the same thing for all the support, this place is just incredible, and so thank you all. Yeah, well said. Coach, uh, talk to you in Fresno. All right. Go Aggies. All right. There you go. Craig Smith, head coach at Utah State. Uh, as the Aggies get it done tonight, final score on this one, 72-59. to We'll go ahead and keep it right here as Stephen Ashworth is going to join us coming up here in just a moment as Utah State one more game, and then the, uh, the regular season comes to an end. Yeah, I, I, I thought uh, Coach made some fantastic points. Um, again, spot on on his uh, critique of the game without uh, seeing the film. I, I, amazing. That's exactly what uh, what we had expected him to say. Stephen Ashworth, kind enough to join us. Big night for him. Utah State struggling a bit from beyond the three-point line, and he got Utah State out of that slump in a hurry, hit a couple big shots, and uh, certainly was uh, a key, especially in that second-half run. Kind enough to join us, and that was a uh, – that was a that was a bit of a uh, felt like a heavyweight fight there. That, that Wyoming wasn't messing around tonight. They weren't. They came to Logan with uh, with business plans. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> they were making it happen. And so, um, you know, I think we took uh, a kind of a breather there at the 12 minute mark. And we're like, hey, we got to come ready to play. Um, you know, we know what our goal is, and and I think later on throughout the game we made it happen. You you were such a good starter, right? So, uh, but. You're really good off the bench as a six man, <laughs> like a spark plug. So, thank you. What, what's your mentality? Obviously, this year you're a freshman. You understand your role, but talk a little bit about that role. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, we uh, we talked with you know I talked with coach about it and you know what we kind of wanted to do moving forward. And I think it's kind of just a game by game thing. You know, seeing what the lineups are. Um, and, you know, we were without Raleigh for a little bit. Then we're now we're without Brock. And yeah. so, um, you know, I take pride in be mo being able to come and bring a lift off the bench and do whatever the team needs and you know the guys have been great you know I love this team I love the locker room and you know it's fun to be able to come off the bench and have the guys have confidence in me just as if I was starting um, so it's been good felt a little chippy out there at times tonight <laughs> it did uh, you know they're they're a guard you know dominant team and you know we we love to battle there with the guards and yeah. you know I think it was kind of a, a moment of where we just needed to sit down and guard the ball um, which is one of the biggest things there for us in the second half. And, you know, that kind of leads to some chippiness out there around the perimeter. Is it – I mean, this is, I mean, they, they're running their guys all over the place. And, and so you're running through circles trying to keep up with them. And I thought, especially in the second half, you did a great job. How, how difficult is it to defend a team that is so centered on taking as many, th as many threes as this team is? Yeah, um, it, it's definitely difficult. I think, um, you know, if I remember correctly, they lead the Mountain West in three-pointers made, three-pointers attempted. Um, I think they're top 25 in the country, even in three-pointers made, and so um, it's definitely a priority that we that we are focused on. And um, I kind of felt like I was guarding Jordan Shackle or Gomez out there again yeah. from San Diego State, just running off the screens, 
you know, making sure I'm in the help gap and then making sure I'm closing out to shooters though as well. But you but you do a great job of keeping your eye on the basketball and taking charges in the help position. I thought you got robbed on the last one. I, you know, Got to be honest, I'm a homer. Hey, you know, I'm a homer, we, but we, we had the crowd there with us, and <laughs> I thought the crowd was going to convince Kevin that we needed it, but he thought otherwise. And, um, you know, I was definitely thinking, hey, I just recognized that Bean got one down on the other end. <laughs> I was thinking we were going to get this one down on this end. But I like your mindset. You, know, you got <laughs> to sacrifice yourself for the team. Team was struggling shooting the three-point shot in the first half, and it seems like when you hit – uh, hit that one here in the early part of the second half. Everybody just kind of like, okay, yeah. the the lid's off. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay now. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, Max Shulga hit some big threes at timely points for us. And, um, you know, their defense was kind of different. And it took us a minute to get accustomed to it. But um, kind of when we got over that mental block, I think guys were comfortable hitting the three and making those shots when we needed it. So you were warming up. I don't know if you mentioned I was walking past you and you are warming up in pregame. I, I don't know if I've seen these shoes in the rotation before. Are these new? These uh, these are new. And if I'm being completely honest, me and, uh, me and my guy Ryan were roommates. Yeah. Um, he wore these the other night. Is this the one he got the technical in? This These are the kicks that he got the technical in. So I was trying to break the curse of not getting a technical foul in the Grinches. Um, but, yeah, Gr uh, Ryan got these for his birthday. And he was kind enough to let me use them tonight, uh, show them off a little bit. And so we kind of did a shoe swap. He wore my teal ones that I usually wear. Yeah. And, and I wore the green. So, you know, we're, we're good roommates. And so he was kind enough to let me use them. By the way, how great was that the other night? Oh, it was classic. <laughs> classic. You know, I woke up the next morning reading all the articles. And, yeah. You know, it's true. If You know, if we all cared about our jobs as much as Rhino did. You know, the country would be a better place and the world would be a better place. Hey, amen to that. <laughs> well, hey, we appreciate it. We won't keep you too long. I know you got uh, a flight to catch tomorrow, and then we wrap it up thing, wrap up the regular season in Fresno. Hey, let's do it. Let's go get that win. I said we like I have anything to do with it. Hey, hey. of course. We're all, hey, we all impact winning. There you go. I like it. care about your job. Hey, <laughs> exactly. Hey, appreciate all you guys do. Appreciate yeah. it. Congratulations. Appreciate you. Stephen Ashworth, Utah State gets it done. Final in this one, 72-59. to 59. Aggies get that 17th win of the season. We'll go for number 18 coming up on Saturday. Coach, time to wrap things up. But, uh, a heck of a Sad. game tonight. I don't want to wrap things up. This is a, such a roll right now. The Aggies are on with these uh, three home games. And, and let's, let's keep it rolling, and then uh, I'll see you in Vegas. Big thanks to um, – uh, Larry H. Miller, again, Utah State Athletics and game sponsor Larry H. Miller would like to thank all of you for listening to tonight's game and supporting the Aggies all season long. And uh, big thanks to them and big thanks to uh, everyone who has made uh, made us a part of your night tonight and uh, throughout the season as well. Also, big thanks to Discount Tire. They've got locations in Logan, Providence, Smithfield, and uh, or Logan's Providence and Smithfield discount tire offices services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. Wraps it up for us. Big thanks to Eric back in studio, Ajay here at uh, at the arena, as well as uh, Coach Becker. Coach, see you in Vegas next week. Let it roll, baby. Take one, care of business. One more in Fresno, and then off to Vegas. It's all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. <laughs>